you are not mistaken. You are not confused. You are not like, what the fuck is happening? This is me giving you an episode, finally. I think it was only, what, a two-week, three-week break? Um, Very unintentional. As it usually is, I feel like I have been busy but also lazy, which is something I feel like I say every week, especially when I was on that streak for a while where I didn't even put it out on the same day ever consistently, ever. But um, we are back, and if you, this is your first time here, welcome. Usually this is a podcast that comes out on Tuesdays, like I said, most recently, very inconsistent, very all over the place, and we are back and rolling the title kind of says it all. Whatever Laura wants. I talk about anything, everything, nothing. Mostly it's me complaining and just having a nice little vent sesh on the internet for other people to listen to. The first thing I need to say is um, men are trash and I don't respect them. And that's actually, I fucked up the quote. So there is a TikTok video out there and my best friend Adrian said it to me not too long ago. And it's this little sing-songy tune, and it's like, men are stupid, and I don't respect them. And I feel like that could not be more true. I feel like all the men in my life, um, everyone is stupid lately, and I hate them. Uh, Not directed to any one person in particular. As I said, kind of across the board. I just feel like more and more often I am using that phrase in texting conversations and just here and there. Um, so yeah, if you need a mantra, if you take nothing out of this episode, men are stupid and I don't respect them. Uh, ladies, you're welcome. Uh, specifically men are stupid and I don't respect them because I have a new cell phone case. So new cell phone, who dis? And Grant does not like it. He thinks it's super ugly. He doesn't get it. It is a square case. And he's like, now it doesn't even look like you have an iPhone anymore. So what's the point? And I'm like, The point is, it's very, very cute, and lots of celebrities are having these square cases, so not that she's trying to be an influencer, but she has cool shit and cool swag, just like celebrities, so thank you very much. Okay, um, what have I been doing? Uh, lots of things. First things first, we just had the Olympics not too long ago. I have a friend who is obsessed with the Olympics. The first Saturday, I think it was the first Saturday, I invited myself over to her parents' house to have tacos and watch the Olympics. We, I was watching it on my own. I feel like I have seen more curling than I would ever hope to see. It's entertaining to a point, but it just feels like it goes on forever. Um, I also get very invested in the Olympics. Uh, I watched the skeet shooting or the biathlon the first day that it was on. And at that point, I should have looked this up as usual. Did you know that the U.S. has never won a medal in that sport? And Norway, of course, was dominating things. I don't know where they land and everything. But I also got very invested in this hot Norwegian snowboarder. I mean, he's clearly a child probably early 20s, but I started following this random dude on Instagram. And I feel like I don't regret it. Um, But I also am like, am I going to forget who this guy is very shortly because the Olympics are over and I'm like, why am I following you? Probably, most definitely, yes. Also, we, Sean White had his last snowboarding at the Olympics. Um, I actually was at Trivia when he had his final run. So we all were watching that and it was kind of cool to see like, He fell down. Not that it was cool that he fell down, but it was cool that on his last run, everyone, like a big group of people, we were all watching it and kind of everyone reacted when he fell and was like, oh no. So 
that was cool to see. Of course, there was all the figure skating controversy with the Russian girl who was having some illegal drug, even though she's only 15 years old. And then what her other two teammates, one got gold and one got silver, and then the one threw a fit because the other one was disqualified. I don't know if there was a whole thing. Also, did you read about the skier who his penis froze during his cross-country skiing? Um, he, a Finnish skier, he suffered a frozen penis during the men's 50-kilometer race. It was so frigid outside. The race was traditionally 50 kilometers, but was cut down to 20 due to the elements. Um, he still suffered. It was a little bit frozen, he said, and it was one of the worst competitions I've been through and he suffered the same type of injury during an event in Finland last year. And he's like, when the body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. Uh, this poor man finished the race in 28th place in about one hour and 15 minutes. Um, cannot imagine any part of my body freezing like that, let alone being frozen for an hour outside. And then to go through all of this and have your wang be frozen and you still only got 28th place. Not even close to a medal. Mind-blowing. Um, all of this to say, I did enjoy the Olympics. They got a little long for me this year. I said before I got way too invested. I kept, I was tearing up at commercials about the Olympics. I was tearing up watching people, like, the figure skating couples when everyone was doing, like, the kiss and cry and seeing everything and all their scores come through. I was tearing up and crying about that. I just feel like... I'm getting weaker in my old age and the Olympics could be shorter because I don't need to be so invested in crying over people I've never heard of all the time. Thank you. Uh, okay. So, uh, I mentioned I am older. Uh, I had a birthday while I was away. I think the last one I recorded came out right before my birthday. Um, I am 33 now. It does not feel any different than any other 30s age. Just has a nice 3-3 ring to it. So what did I do to celebrate? Well, let me tell you. Typically, I have a party. I have a theme. I have all the things. This year, I had planned nothing because all these plans kind of fell into my lap and none of them were necessarily birthday related. So my birthday was on a Friday this year. I took a half day. I went and got a massage, which was amazing and fantastic. I did a hot stone massage. It was so great. I almost fell asleep when I was face down during it. Had lines all over my face because I was sleeping almost so hard. Um, was so relaxed that I was maybe potentially drooling on the floor through the little face hole. 10 of 10 would recommend. Apologize to my masseuse lady that I drooled all over your carpet. But that was how I started my day. Uh, I had lunch with Adrian. She got me a cameo, which she had just learned about. And it was of this Tinder. Tinder. We'll get to Tinder in a minute. Don't worry. It was of this TikTok girl that, of course, I don't remember her name. But it was a TikTok girl that we both really like and enjoy. And she is currently in Scotland, I think, when she sent it to me, having her midlife crisis. And it was all about me not doing anything and <laughs> living my best life on my birthday. And then, uh, we had tickets to our local theater here. They have the Broadway tour. So like touring cast come in at the civic center and we were seeing Tootsie. So I had dinner with my parents and then we went to the show. And honestly, this was a musical I knew nothing about. Obviously I've heard about the movie, have never seen the movie. 
Um, they changed it a little bit to kind of update it so it wasn't whatever it was, a soap opera cross-dresser, and I was a guy auditioning for musicals. But I think I only knew one of the songs that I had heard before, and that was it. But it was very cute, very fun, just kind of a good old-fashioned musical to get us back in the swing. This was the first show, first musical back since COVID, which is wild to me. So we had that, and then the next day I had a galentine's brunch and i got us some heart sunglasses and naturally we went to go get bottomless mimosas and the best and worst thing happened that morning we get out to cross the street to go into the place for brunch and there's a homeless man walking down the middle of the street and he is making gagging noises and i like am very aware of what's happening not a big deal. And then he mumbles under his breath and I quote, I don't need to see another ugly bitch ever again. I have two ugly bitches right in front of me. End quote. And then he proceeds to continue to make gagging noises. And I thought it was the funniest thing. My friend Chelsea was with me and she heard him talking but didn't know what he said. So when I replayed it for her, she was offended more than anything. And I was just like, I think it's so funny because obviously he's on drugs because rude. He was walking down the middle of the street making gagging noises. But there is a Family Guy clip that Grant and I always quote all the time where Meg and her friends are getting dressed up for Halloween. They're going out and they're like, we're going to look so hot. We're going to get all these guys. And then the dad and then his friends drive by and literally yell out the window, ugly bitches. And then the other one moves at them. So uh, Grant and I quote that all the time because we're adults. And it was just a real life moment of someone calling me an ugly bitch in the street. And it just made me laugh. It was my Instagram caption for my Valentine's Day post. It's just so funny. So ridiculous. Again, uh, Grant was like, let's go find that homeless man. I would gladly give him money. Excuse me, because he's mean, but it just happy to experience my own ugly bitch moment so close to my birthday, really reinforcing that 33 and that I am aging gracefully. (laughs) So after I had brunch that day, uh, my friend Brittany was coming to town because that evening she had tickets through her work to see Eric Church. And as you know from previous episodes, I am not a country girl. I grew up in a small town, but that doesn't mean that I listen to country. But I am a joiner. I will gladly go to any concert whenever. And she was like, do you want to go? I was like, sure. So she came to town. We went to dinner. And then we went to the concert. Now, this concert started at 8 p.m. So We got there around 8 p.m. We got our drinks. We found our seats, fine and dandy. And she's like, oh, well, a lot of times he won't start until everyone is in their seat. And I'm kind of like, well, first of all, does he have numbers on what is a sold seat and what is not? Because we could be sitting here forever. And then she kind of changed it to, well, he will start when 80% of people are in their seat. And there was no opener. So we sat there probably until almost 9 And then he finally came out, and I really did appreciate that the stage was in the center of the arena this time, not just at one end, so it felt like everyone had a good seat. And then Eric Church proceeded to play a three-hour-long concert, and 
I had a good time. I typically don't try to like, I try not to pee during the middle of concerts because I don't want to miss anything. But once we hit that two hour mark, I was like, this is never ending. This is never going to happen. Something's got to give. So I took a pee break and this man just was the energizer bunny and just did not stop. I think I would have appreciated it more, of course, if I was a big fan of his. I think I only knew two or three songs, and I don't even think he played all of them because he has so much freaking music. But we had a great time. It just was a little long for my taste. And yeah, so the concert started around nine. We didn't get done until midnight. And then I swear it was like I ran into a bunch of people from work. And also, um, it was a time that it seemed like no one knew how to exit a concert, exit an arena, because we were inside the building trying to get out for probably another 10 to 15 minutes because no one was moving. Granted, it was cold AF and people were trying to get out and block like the skywalk and go that way. And we wanted to go that way too, because again, it was cold, but we did not want to keep waiting in line. So we sucked it up and snuck outside. Um, you know, and then we went to Beer Can Alley because Britney loves country music and we wanted to dance. So we went there, shut that down and then walked our way home because I was like, by the time we get an Uber, my house isn't that far away. Let's just suck it up and walk. I think Britney hated her life because again, it was very cold, but all in all, very successful concert probably would not go see him again because I think I only need a one and done, especially if it's going to be three hours long. No hate to Eric Church. Love what you're doing. Keep up the good work. The next day, Sunday, um, we had, it was a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, it was a Super Bowl that day. But Grant and I were decided, were decided, a little out of practice here on speaking into a microphone clearly. Grant and I decided we were going to go to brunch, so we went to our favorite spot, Eatery A, did some bottomless mimosas there. All of that good stuff. Oh, man. And then we were invited to, I think, three different Super Bowl party hangouts. And even before the day had started, I was like, I don't think I want to do anything. I went from eating out musical eating out brunch, eating out dinner, concert, brunch again. I don't think I need to go to someone else's house. So we had a great time watching the Super Bowl from the couch. I was falling asleep around 8, 8.30, and we just had some snacks, nothing too crazy. Um, yes, I did love the halftime show. I thought it was great bringing everyone together. Naturally, I saw the tweets about how they're playing to the older crowd, and now we are the older crowd as millennials because it only hit a certain generation. Like, if you're too old, you didn't get it, and if you're young and current, you don't get it, which is fine. Getting older is fine, but I thought everyone did a great job, and 50 Cent making a surprise appearance, love it. Fantastic. Um, My only complaint with the actual football game is I feel like it was kind of boring, commercials also not hugely impressed I saw a tweet that somebody said you know the commercials used to be so good because they were actually funny and now it's just Pam from the office trying to sell you Doritos which I feel like is very valid I feel like we're just using a lot of star power lately to sell things we're not putting the creativity into it anyway they just think they can throw any old celebrity in there and we will love and appreciate it and buy it but I am ready to laugh again I am ready for funny commercials 
let's bring those back. I don't know who we need to talk to, but I think we should go back to our roots and have some funny shit come out. And that was the end of my birthday. Then we rolled right into Valentine's Day. Uh, Grant and Alfred sent me flowers at work. My friend Brittany stayed the night with us and she was like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to ruin your Valentine's Day. I'm like, we don't care about Valentine's Day, really. We usually just cook something. Grant is lame and doesn't like to go out to eat because he thinks it's too crowded and busy and overrated. And I'm like, "Eh, you're kind of right, but whatever. So we did take out again on Monday night and then had some wine. And the three of us watched You've Got Mail. And if you have not watched You've Got Mail in a while, I would recommend going back, watching it again. It is definitely worth it. It just touches your heartstrings and has Tom Hanks in it, naturally. Uh, Grant likes to cry at every single Tom Hanks movie. I don't think he did for this one. But if you need a good rom-com, if you haven't watched in a while, go back and watch You've Got Mail. This is not part of the unsolicited recommendation portion, but you will not regret it. Okay, and I think that was all of my birthday whatever shenanigans. As you can see, I was very busy. Um, I did not have time to record a podcast. Obviously, I was too busy living my best life. Um, I also need to tell you all about, like I've said before, and I will probably say it again, I don't like to discuss a lot of work things on here because in case this podcast ever gets discovered, I would like to keep my job. But I have to tell you all about what I have designated as Domgate. And let me explain. So every year we have a real estate agent appreciation party. And I'm in charge of basically putting it together. And every year we give out welcome gifts to everyone who attends. We also give out other prizes throughout. But the welcome gift is the point of this story. So to make a long story short, we had selected a certain welcome gift And then we found out that our welcome gift was not as good as our competitor's welcome gift. And we decided we were trying to go a different strategy. Um, Presented this to my boss's boss. She did not appreciate the change because she still thought it wasn't good enough. So she pulls this great idea out of the sky that she would like, instead of the original welcome gift, instead of cash anything. Um, everyone gets a bottle of Dom Perignon champagne. Um, so began a saga of me trying to find 50 bottles of Dom Perignon. Uh, my first phone call was to a local wine distributor place in town and they told me, uh, guess what, Laura, you're in luck. There is no Dom in the entire state of Iowa. Also keeping in mind, when I first found out about this, this was two weeks and two days before the party. So we're off to a strong start. There's none in the state of Iowa. Do I want them to look for something in the same price point, but probably not a recognizable name just so we can have something on that level? I say, sure. They move on with their life. and They're going to call me back. Um, I proceed to spend probably two hours researching champagne shipment and delivery I find a company who says they can get it to me. Uh, Unfortunately for us, it is more expensive than what we have budgeted for. So I walk my happy ass down to my boss's boss's office, and I'm like, hey, there's none in Iowa. Uh, Also, do you want to spend more money and get the champagne here? Great, let me know. She tells me to look in Illinois because she could go pick it up herself. 
I was like, when do you have the time? But okay. Spend some more time looking for this champagne. Uh, the most Illinois had at any given point was 18 bottles, which is not enough for those keeping track at home. I have reached out to customer service at this other place that says they can ship it to me. They tell me, yes, we can get it there in 10 business days. Perfect. Great. Fantastic. They tell me they will start looking and also they will get back to me because they aren't sure they can fulfill the 50 bottles to which I said in anger to no one, but people I work with, why the hell wouldn't you tell me this from the start? Because this was the third person I had told that I needed 50 bottles for this order. So we move about our lives. I'm just left in limbo. We decide we're only doing the Dom or nothing. And I am waiting for a phone call, email, whatever back from anyone. A day or so later, um, we can get a more expensive bottle of Dom than the vintage we have selected in time. Or we can wait until the next Monday to find out if the original vintage we selected can even be exist in that quantity and be sent to Iowa. We decide to wait, and the saga continues over the weekend. We get to Monday. Miracle of miracles. Uh, they can get the Dom. We can get it shipped in time. We just need to have a credit card to place the order. But wouldn't that be great if the credit card had a high enough limit to put this order of very expensive champagne on it? Yes, it would. Had to go through that process of getting the credit card limit upped again, explaining myself, even though I think three weeks before that I had gone through this whole saga of trying to get the credit card limit increased at that point. So I'm asking for more money again. Uh, it gets approved immediately, which is great, except that then our controller didn't flip the switch on it and do make the increase for another hour. They're on the East Coast. I'm in Central Time. They're sticking around waiting for me. They found the order. Of course, it's through their sister company. So everyone's in different places waiting on us to just have enough room on the credit card. We get the credit card going. We have placed the order. Um, I get no confirmation on anything. So I email the lady and she's like, oh, yes, of course. And I'm like, great. Can I have a tracking number? Tracking number says everything will come on the Friday before the party. And the party was on a Thursday. We get to Friday, which happens to be my birthday. I have a notification that there are some boxes for me to pick up. Um, I go pick up three boxes. In my head, I'm like, this is not enough boxes. Open it up. Do some quick math. Um, only half the bottles were there. Reach back out to the lady and I'm like, do I need to be mad at you? Do I need to be mad at UPS? Because they lost half my champagne in shipment. She emails me back a couple hours later. Oh, sorry, I didn't tell you. They're actually in two different shipments. So the rest of the shipment will come the next Monday. Okay, fine. That's great and fantastic. Wish you would have told me, but at least I know it's in motion. And I have another tracking number to track. The next Monday, the week of the party, the boxes show up, everything is right in the world, and Domgate has come to a close. We actually pull this off, and all I'm hoping is that people are actually grateful and appreciative of it. We get to the party, uh, people are, uh, we had jokingly said to the coordinator on site that we wanted to like babysit the champagne, because we don't want people to run off with it, and he was like, oh, I've never had anybody steal from us before. Let's not jinx it. I don't think you need to do that. And then people were uh, very thirsty for the champagne. And at the end, we had internal staff trying to take some. We had people who were there for the party trying to take doubles. And I had to fight some people off and say, no, no, the extra champagne is not for you. We have plans for it.
So it was just a whole thing. Um, I kept calling, yes, like I said, Domgate. I was like, if we're doing this again next year, we have got to have more than two weeks notice. And I don't know what we're going to do next because we got to either keep on that level or top it. So stay tuned in a year to see what we do if we do Champagne Gate again 2.0 or if we do something else. But needless to say, my Dom Perignon children, as I kept calling them, all made it all safe. And I think everyone actually really appreciated it. So just a roller coaster with something so simple, so stupid, but successful. I don't know. Okay, um, I feel like that's enough catch-up for now, but let's jump over to unsolicited recommendations of the week of the past couple weeks. Number one, if you are under a rock and you have not watched Tinder Swindler on Netflix, stop what you're doing. You can quit listening to the last few minutes of this podcast. Go turn it on. Um, it is about this dude who pretended he was the son of a diamond billionaire, and he tricked women into giving him money as the title suggests we were telling somebody else about it and they were like oh well are the women unattractive we're like nope they're hot they look smart the one lady he tricked into giving her he tricked her into giving him thirty thousand dollars that she had in savings um the other one he dated for a month had her open multiple credit cards had her take out a loan for two hundred fifty thousand dollars And he was flying them on a private jet on the first date, so they thought it all was legit. It is an insane story. My whole thing with this is, is I'm like, even if my boyfriend Grant of five plus years, if he asked me for that much money, I would laugh in his face. Because one, I don't have that kind of money. Two, I would probably not get approved for a loan that big. Three, you've got to be kidding me. Why would I ever give you that much money at all? We were joking about at work that one of our friends, her friend asked her to Venmo her $50 because she was saying something about her account being overdrawn. And this was a girl that like, she was in her wedding, all this stuff. And we were like, this is suspicious. This is the trap. This is why I think I'd be safe and I wouldn't be fooled into giving someone money. Because again, if I'm not even going to give my long-term boyfriend money, why would I give someone I just started dating this money? He was not the, not that he wasn't attractive, but not so attractive that I would be throwing money I don't have at him. Um, I will not give away the ending, even though you can Google it. But if you want to watch this crazy, crazy, crazy story, I think it's about two hours long. And again, on Netflix, Tinder Swindler. The next thing that you need to watch, also on Netflix, also in the same vein of con men, stealing money, all that. Inventing Anna. This is the Anna Delvey, Anna Sorenkin story from a few years ago. In 2017, she got arrested um, because she was trying to take out a $60 million loan and she was tricking and scamming all these banks and different business people into giving her large amounts of money. It is also a crazy, crazy story. She pretends that she is a German heiress. She's from Russia originally, so she has this weird accent. Anna is played by what is her name? Julia Garner. Julia Garner, is that right? Ruth from Ozark. And if you see anything about it, she says that the accent was tricky because she was also doing Ruth at the same time as she was filming Inventing Anna. 
So there was slight crossover in her accents and it's just ridiculous. But this story kind of breaks down individual people in her life throughout the trial, throughout the leading up to the trial. It follows the journalist who did the expose on her and you see their friendship. I have to say my only complaint with this, and I heard it on another podcast actually, and I didn't realize how much I agreed with it, is we follow so much of the journalist and I feel like I don't care about that part of it. I want to know more like the behind the why and the how and how Anna decided she was going to do this. And she was clearly a very smart businesswoman to be able to pull all this stuff off. But I wanted more of her story, her thinking behind the scenes rather than let's just follow this journalist who's about to pop out a baby. Even though obviously the article and the journalist in real life are what helped spawn this whole friggin' thing. So if you want to keep in the vein of scams, con men, women, people, inventing Anna, if you can get past the accent, it is very good, a little slow at the beginning, but then I feel like the end really, really picks up. Okay, last thing. Um, We watched the new, as of last year, Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. It is on HBO Max. I think it just came on. Um, Star-studded cast, as you would expect. Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Tilda Swinton. It is about this daily magazine, weekly magazine, and it kind of goes in little vignettes of little stories of articles that are being published in this magazine and kind of the acts out the stories that are supposedly in this last article of this magazine. Um, I don't know what else to say about it other than it is stereotypically Wes Anderson. If you've seen any of his other stuff, it's going to be exactly like that, but it was just cute, very well done. And again, star-studded cast, kind of long, a little over two hours, but if you are needing something kind of like nonsensical fantasy in the Wes Anderson way. Check out the French Dispatch. Like like I said, star set a cast per use. You will definitely appreciate it. HBO Max. And I think that is going to do it this week. Um, thank you all for hanging on. Thank you for still listening if you are. I will try to get better as I say every single week and try to do this consistently once again. In the meantime, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell two friends, go watch all the things. Let me know any of your Olympic thoughts. Is there any Olympic scandal that I missed? Still interested even though it's over. Have a great week. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day, single, taken, or otherwise. And I will see you guys next Tuesday.